just you know. I need to provide context, and the context is this: mm. um, I actively avoid situations where I'm on camera and I know for a fact I'm going to rage like a fucking lunatic. Okay, right. So here's a great right. example of a recent moment when I did that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Emergent Gamer Podcast, episode 199. What a landmark. We're almost at 200. How cool is 199, that? 199, dude. Very cool. So what are we doing for 200, guys? I don't <laughs> know. throw a party. Oh, we should, yeah. we should, you know what we should do for 200? Get back in the same I'm room together. Party. How about we get back in the same uh, room together? That'd yeah, be a great, we do a show great, with great audio. That great fucking great. panel. Uh, <laughs> I'm Neo Ayoshi. This, I'm here with some two cool dudes, Trip Zero. What, what up, up, guys? Trip Zero. And Felix Hergood. This is Felix Hergood. We're also brought to you by the OG Podcast Network. Thank mm. you for supporting us. OGPodcastNetwork.com. That's right. Um, yeah, 200s next week, guys. I think 200 we should, next week. Holy shit. Even if we have the biggest snowstorm in the world, we got to do it. That's 200 fucking no, I'm weeks. I'm kidding. I don't want to do that. I don't That's do 200 that. weeks of our lives. That is it's true. It's true. For about a, between an hour and two hours. Overall. More overall, because, you know, there have been holidays, there have been sick times, there have been just life happening. So, And Damn, one, what a, one what reading of The Night Before Christmas by Felix Ergood. So, oh, yeah. Never forget, <laughs> never forget that. I, I played I, that for my I, family. That was great. I thought that was someone professional, someone who was part of SAG-AFTRA <laughs> who got paid Just for not that. you, Felix, just someone professional, you know? He, he yeah. had no idea it was me. <laughs> no. I have so. a theater degree, all right? No, dude, that's actually. I think that's no, it was the, it was the, really the great. Highest low key compliment I can give you that I yeah, thought I really appreciated actually, it. Someone was getting union fees for doing this. That's what I was assuming was happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool guys. Uh, lots of yeah. stuff to talk about today in the video game world. Um, mm. Crazy stuff happening all around. But first, yeah, drama. Yeah, well, so much drama. So much drama. But first, let's not talk about drama. Let's talk about some cool, fun things we've been doing, like playing some cool games. So. Yeah. Who wants to go first? I'll let you guys flip a coin. I don't have a coin. Uh, I, trip, I do, trip. but nowhere near me. Trip, you go first. I'll go first. Um, yes. So we're going to get into this a little bit later as a, as a topic, I'm sure, to unpack a little bit. But I did dip into the Division 2 private beta, which was this weekend. Um, oh. But I think uh, a more surprising random pick, I downloaded Ukulele on Whoa. a whim. What? I don't I even know what that is. Did you get it on I think, Switch? I think you do. I, of course I got it on the fucking Switch, dude. Why would I sit down and lock myself to a TV when I can take a world with me? Trip. Um, did I tell yes. you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry for, for, for cutting you off. But did okay. I, tell I just you, want to make sure we tell Felix what this is, but ask your question. Before, your before the, the Switch existed, I kickstarted this. On, mm. I backed it on Kickstarter, and I requested yeah. a Steam version. But now I regret it so much because Switch is yeah. the perfect version of probably Switch of the game. Spelled how um, I think it is? Really is, man. Uh, no, it's spelled Y O O K A with a dash. It's very important. L A Y L E E, ukulele. And uh, Felix. I got it. Sorry. 
finish up. No, it's uh, okay. And um, I just want to say I'm in the credits. So my name is literally. Oh shit! It, it's it, it is right. forever involved in. I got I got something to look forward to then. Yes, you do. Um, Go ahead, talk. Tell me so, about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is for Neo and for anyone else. Out, I'm sorry for Felix and anyone else out there who does not know what ukulele is. Ukulele was um, essentially an indie game at this point. It was made by former employees of Rare. Um, and Rare look, looks very much like a Rare game. Dude, it not only looks, it plays the dialogue, the characters, the character names. This game, for all intents and purposes, minus the, the developer tag on the box, is a Rare game in this classic world exploration collectathon style. So, like, think of Banjo-Kazooie, think of Donkey Kong 64, think of Conker's yeah. Bad Fur Day. That's what this game is. Um, yeah, I do, like, I do like those games, by the way. And dude, even some of the humor in this is like is is pretty grown up. Like it's low key grown up. Um, th- there's a snake a bit character of in se- there. Is that you're saying? Yeah, dude, it is. There's a snake character who sells you your new moves, and uh, I think his name is like Trouser. It's Trouser Snake. Yeah, it's Trouser the Snake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone well, talks like, like yeah, yeah, very classic, very yeah. classic. Yeah, and you like you develop moves as you go along, and you unlock worlds. Um, a cool feature that this game has that, that the older styles of this game didn't have was the ability to unlock and unlock and grow more of your world, essentially. So, like, you know, there's like a hub world and then you go to like world one through that world and they come out and you earn a certain number of whatever the, the equivalent is in this world. Stars, uh, papers, you know, the whatever you fucking got in Banjo-Kazooie. You earn enough of those things and you can take them outside and be like, well, now this door opens and you can go up and into this new little fucking area. Well, now you can actually expand your world without leaving it to go to world two. So you can make world one bigger Oh, and get more things to do, more challenges, like new areas within that world. But there are like other, there is like a hub world still, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And they they have different themed, like, you know, levels. Yeah. So like when I collected enough, uh, there's pages because the plot is that there's this magic book that gets stolen by this, this evil corporation that wants to collect all the books in the world for some nefarious plot, but one book specifically, it's your book. The pages get torn. You have to collect all the pages and save the world. If if you get enough pages, your choice doesn't just become, okay, I'm going to either stay here and finish world one or go to world two. Your choice is stay and finish world one as is expand world one to do even more or go to world two. So you can really kind of sink your teeth into one area. I decided to go to World 2 when I had that choice because there still are things in this game that are locked behind your abilities, which is, again, a classic rare design. You won't be able to get up a hill because the the hill is too steep unless you get a special rolling ability to it's make like you a, not like slip a, down. Like there's, a little pinch of Metroidvania in there. because There's stuff like that, yeah. yeah. It's gated by your actual ability to traverse the terrain or whatever. Is it obvious that you got to do that, or do you have to like, oh, figure yeah. out what the move yeah. is at some point? Yeah, well, I mean, you don't have to figure out how to do it, because pretty much once you earn enough things to buy a new move from you know the Trouser Snake friend, it'll tell you in the description what it does. And you go, oh, there's... There's that fucking oh yeah. There's yeah. that hill I couldn't get up, so it'll just like click and and make sense. That's cool. Um, it's cool though, man. It's really cool playing a modern version. How does it look on of this game? On Switch? Like, do you? I I don't know if you'll be answered to this, but does it look like it got like a graphic reduction, or does it have that? I don't have a console reference point, so I'm not entirely sure. Um, it looks gorgeous though. 
like a very clean version of like Banjo Kazooie, like a very yeah. I mean, nothing like Banjo Kazooie in terms of, of graphics. It looks like a modern, like a real modern day game, like what this would look like. I mean, the benefit is you don't have to go for realism, so right. you can make this really, really pop in a in a cartoon way. Yeah, it looked like a, um, it looks like a cartoon. Yeah, exactly. The only thing that's a little bit weird and a little bit dated, especially in um in 2019, is just some of the control things or some of the choices that that they've made. Um, you, th- you think that's with them trying to go? Oh, look, this is this is like these games like from the past. Uh, some things I think were intentional, but others I think are just like a byproduct of of how you have to play the game and that you can't really correct for that. I'm gonna give you a couple examples. One is the camera, but they actually gave you a modern camera option. So what is default is what they call classic camera where you can adjust it, but it'll still swing behind you on its own to kind of like point you in the right direction or align was, you with something. There was never, ever a right and, uh, analog yeah, stick. So that's, that's kind of that. shitty yeah. for jumps and shit uh, at this point with how we play games. So you can actually turn that off and put it in a modern camera and it'll just stay wherever you put it, which means you have to actively rotate your camera, but that's, that's fine. That's, that's what your that's modern games, thumb yeah. does. Um, a weird move example is, uh, again, with this rolling ability that gets you up steep hills. Um, I forget which one is which because Yuka and Laylee, one is a lizard and one's a bat. I forget which one is, is which. Um, but one of them rolls up into a ball and the, the bat kind of like runs around on top as if it was like a moving log, you know, like a cartoon with its feet fucking oh, yeah. scrambling. Um, you say you get up a hill and you want to make a move. There's like this ramp, then there's a ramp up here, right? And you have to like hop from this to the other ramp. You can shift your camera to align yourself for that jump the way we would do in games. Yeah. Yeah. If your character is still pointing to the left though, and you press forward, you'll je- like it'll go to the left, but have to veer around to the center. It's wherever your character is pointing in roll mode. That makes it a little bit weird in those tight turning situations. Hmm. That's one really weird specific example. That's not even that huge of a deal, but it just like a little bit of a, of a clunky movement choice for a 3d platformer. Hmm. But I feel like it's something that you would encounter back on the day, and it's like, well, I just got to fucking get over it and, yeah, and learn like how to do it. This, that's the this game like a, retaining its history, you know. Yeah. You said this is a remade game. No, no, they made this from scratch, but it without was, working for rare. It's like an homage to like the Banjo Kazooies, you know. It's like oh, got it. It's like a direct yeah. like, hey, remember the, these games were people love these games. We're making you and guys. Yeah. We're the guys that made them. We're making you guys a new one. Yeah. and it didn't come out on the Switch until. I don't know. I don't know how recently, but but recently compared to the other, it was, ones. It was not a console offered on the, and a Steam the Kickstarter. Room. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, I think you know what it was. They were offering a Wii U version on the Kickstarter. They were. At the time. I forgot about that, yeah. dude. Yeah, uh, and, and I, then that of course got canceled. And that of course got canceled. Like, yeah, we'll make this a Switch game one day. And they did. You know? Well, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe it was originally designed for the the Wii U. Yeah. Well, it was they, just, they were going to release it on all platforms. Like when you when you backed them on Kickstarter, you could choose what platform you wanted it for. Uh, I picked Steam at the time because I was like, yeah, I'm going to play it on PC. That's what I got. I didn't have a Switch. Switch yeah. wasn't even an idea in anyone's head at that at that point in time. Um, but yeah, I would totally if I could transfer it to Switch and then just I play know. it there. I know. Um, but I mean, I uh, I took the train up to New York to visit uh, yeah. my brother this weekend, and all I could saw uh, your tweets. All I could do when I was when I was riding the train, I'm like, I'm just gonna fucking sit here and play banjo. I almost said banjo kazooie. <laughs> play ukulele. It's uh, a lot of fun. I'm excited to kind of dig more into that world. That's cool. Yeah, train rides, man. That's like the switch is like born oh, for the dude. train rides. I know. It's I'm a I'm a I'm a laundromat kind of switch guy. Dude, 
perfect. That's a great use for it too. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, Sit, man. chill. Got Sit the whole fucking thing right there. Yep. Hell yeah, dude. All right. What else? What else? Trip is that? Uh. No, I mean that's all I really got into. I mean, like you know, the division. We're gonna talk about the division for sure. Yeah. Uh, I've been kind of digging through Steam World Dig because I I really like those games and I got that on the Switch as well. Oh, but I already yeah. played that on the 3DS when it came out, so it's kind of just like rehashing. So I did this that, thing uh, where I played when I first got the Switch. I I got Steam World Dig two first, mm-hmm. played through all of it, and I actually talked about it on the show. Um, and after we we discussed it, I went and went back and I bought the first one, and I was like, I they've this is like a a regression of the game I just played and it was very right. hard for me to like stick with it. But like, I loved every minute of steamroll dig Two. Like every, it was it's a cool concept. It was such yeah. a great game. Um, yeah, but yeah. 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 You spoke very high, highly of it on a couple of shows. Previously. Yeah. I was, that was yeah. when I first got the switch and I was like riding really high on my like switch. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. man, this thing is crazy. Cool. Um, it still is man. It's still, still crazy. Is. Cool. It still is. All right, Felix, what you got, what you, what you been playing? First thing I'm going to I'm going to state just so everyone's <laughs> fucking clear. I'm so ready. I'm bracing myself. I let's go, dude. I don't enjoy getting angry while I stream. I don't enjoy that. I thought Is this Wait, I, I thought that like was like your whole shit. This this turned into a real Let's, let's a roll real it back right here. Let's roll it back and realize <laughs> This is me. That Felix Felix Hergood worries about his health. So me getting ragey on stream? Yeah. Is is a byproduct that's super honest, not at all a shtick, and I don't like when it happens. You may think that that's, I like it, but that's I don't. honestly good to hear overall. Yeah, okay. I I just uh, I thought it was like like yeah you probably didn't like it, but like at the same time you were very much like this is like this is Felix Hergood like this no, is me. No, I don't like it at all. So uh, I have a tendency because well, of now that I feel fact, bad. No, don't feel bad. I, I, I just People need find to, entertainment. I'm just, you know. I need to provide context. And the context is this. Mm. Um, I actively avoid situations where I'm on camera and I know for a fact I'm going to rage like a fucking lunatic. Okay. Right? So here's a great right. example of a recent moment when I did that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's I played, a great transition, honestly. I played, and I'll, I'll segue into the thing about the collapsing circle in just a second. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. Wow, I, I didn't just play. I got got the trophy for Frugalist in Resident Evil 2 Remake. I don't know what if is, you know. What is that trophy? I did look through the list, but I uh, I have a couple guesses. Can I guess what Frugalist is? Frugalist yeah. is, um, is it like, it's either a certain number of items or less, or it's like no healing items. It's one of those things, I believe. It's the, it's the latter. Right. It's you can't use a single healing item Ooh. throughout your entire playthrough. Wait, that's wild, dude. You, you did this. You did I, this. I, 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 yeah, I posted it in the Emerging uh, Gamer Discord. I, I, I saw. I didn't really. All that, all like, that I, I fucking that. did. All I did was post in the Emerging Gamer. No words, no text, just the picture of the trophy to see if and anyone, then you, then you anyone your knew phone across the room and smash it against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just need. I watched you play it, man. If 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 you're gonna try this, you should not do what I did. I picked Leon. Big mistake. Huge, huge. The super tyrant is one of the hardest fights I've done off stream. Wait, I didn't do who's it. Super I nearly the super tyrant is, is the train Leon fights where the train super, car has to super, swing and knock super, the guy off the thing. Super tyrant is 
the guy with the the cap and the jacket who chases you through the building, punching you uh, at the oh, end. Oh, Mr. Mr. X. X, Mr. X, Mr. Yeah. Mr. X. He's su- he's called Super Tyrant. That's his name. Is it? People on forums call him Super Tyrant. Oh, okay. Well, he's not the he's not the tyrant from Resident Evil One, and he is. That's I can okay him. yeah yeah no I I, I think I think when Mr X becomes Super Tyrant he's called Super Tyrant and prior to that he's called he's called Mr X oh you're talking about like uh, spoilers first of all people that have not played this and want to play this earmuffs for like I don't know a few minutes I don't you're think talking we, about like we didn't the, even like, say the game what we were t- talking about Resident yeah. Evil Two yeah I'm talking about Resident Evil Two remake you're talking about the boss right Felix like when he's like an actual I'm, you're on the elevator I'm and you talking have to fight him. Yeah, there's an elevator that's sliding down, and then if you get them to a low enough amount of health, then uh, your friend throws down a rocket launcher yes. and the fight. That's that the end of thing. the game, essentially. That's, that's the very last fight. Wait, that's of, not of Birkin. No, 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 not Birkin. The end you of Leon's f- campaign. Leon fights Birkin and that dude. Right. He fights two two characters. Claire only and fights. You get the rocket launcher, Birkin. you shoot him, and then it's the end of, literally the end of the game. You do nothing else. It's like, congrats. Gotcha. Everyone's dead. Oh my god! I totally finished Leon's campaign first. Did you black out, dude? And I think I'm. I think I'm. I think yeah. I'm misremembering the end now. You're ripping, you ripped the hell out of that vape, and you blacked out. <laughs> you, you, you remember he's like running around. You're on a small platform, right? And he's. I'm with he's, you a thousand percent, Felix. And he goes into this like rage mode where he's just like, and then he ru- runs at you <laughs> and scrapes a claw on the ground to kill you instantly. I remember. Wait, this is Mister X you're talking about, not William Birkin. Not William yes. Birkin. Post William Birkin. Did you not finish the game? I did. You must I have not finished the game. Whoa, whoa, hey now. I finished <laughs> Leon and then Claire's B campaign. But Yeah. So I remember Mr. X honestly uh, spoilers, but he ate shit a lot earlier in the game. And never and didn't come back. And then William Birkin took his place. And then he okay. kept and then Birkin kept mutating. In, in my playthrough, the part with the plants. Yes. All right. Yeah. Mr. He, X he, breaks through the glass. Yes. He breaks through He's the glass scene, and he, yes. he starts chasing you. And he starts and then, chasing you around. Yeah. And, and then, then as you're escaping, you fight Birkin. Yes. In a big circular room. In a circular room. room. Yes. And then the elevator where you're actually escaping completely out of there. Mr. X comes Mr. Back. X comes out and that's that's what they call the super tire. And that's the final boss fight. Yes, I remember, and it's in that room. Okay, we yep. did it, yep. guys. We and got there's it. items you, you all around the room. You gotta right? put there's like these two circular things. Yep, they're like char- uh, batteries or whatever that you gotta put into like a console. Wait, do, what, what do you have to do again, Felix? With with, with what this? <laughs> I just want to make sure um, we know what we're doing with circular but batteries. You put them in the console, and then it starts, and then an elevator goes down, kind of at a forty five degree angle. Mm. And at that point, like the Metal Gear Solid elevator. At that point, yeah, yes. it is exactly. And at that point, the super, Metal Gear. the super tyrant jumps down and Metal he's Gear like Rex. Rip, ripping out of his jacket, and he's like got like a heart, hmm. and you got to shoot the heart. Well, anyway, I played that and didn't use one health thing <laughs> through the whole playthrough. And let me wow, the only way nuts, the only wow. way to let me just tell you the only way to do it is to do it on on assistant. That's the okay. only way to. You had to because you get your health back to call. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking like you're playing this on hardcore, too. I'm like, I don't know how. No, no. Even normal, it wouldn't be hard because you can't recover your health ever. Right. So you would have to do it on assistant. So do you recover on assistant? Yeah. Yeah. Just to caution. Just to caution. So it's still with the super tyrant. So you're clear with the super tyrant. It's still a two hit kill. He hits Mm -hmm. you. 
If he hits you again, you're dead. You're dead, right. So you have to spend a lot of time just avoiding him. You can tank one, and then hopefully yeah. you recover before you have to take another one. Let me just tell you, I went into this fight, and this is what I had in inventory because how fucking stupid I was. <laughs> I had about 46 bullets in reserve and 25 in a clip, right, for the gun that fires Matilda. Matilda, yeah. I had one grenade, no flashbangs whatsoever. I had knives, but you can't use them on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's it. That's all I had. Oh, no, 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 no. I, 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 no, no. I had two Magnum rounds. Oh, gotta save that's those. it. So a grenade, two Magnum rounds. Okay. He goes into like a rage mode three times. The only way to stop him in rage mode, true story, is to hit him in the head with a mag round and, or throw a grenade at him or a flashbang. That's it. Rage mode kills you instantly. So I didn't realize this and I would waste like the magnums. So a couple times through, I died quickly because I kept wasting the mag rounds. But mm-hmm. I had to basically run away from him until he went into rage mode, then throw, shoot a magnum in his head and that would throw him off. Then run away from him, shoot him with a mag. And then the last thing I did was a grenade. And that's what got to the cutscene that ended it. Did you do throw- this playthrough just to earn this trophy? Yeah, and I also got, um, which is just as easy on assisted mode. I I was going for the one where you have to do under fourteen thousand steps. Sure, I did not, dude. I blew by that. I was like twenty thousand steps. I have no idea how to do that fourteen thousand steps one. Yeah, you've got to just have the most optimized speed run at that point. I I mean, I was following a guide, but the guy was a fucking idiot who wrote it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you got the trophy, so you got a trophy for it. So. No, no, no. He was the guide for the footsteps. Gotcha. Like, ha- you know, he was saying, go here. But he, you know what he didn't account for? What? A- any of the boss fights. So the or guy Mr. X blocking uh, your path. Yeah. You, you, you yeah. don't stand still in, in the Mr. X fight. You don't stand still in the William Birkin fight. You don't stand still in right. the first fight with the, um, uh, the big fucking container where you got to knock the guy down. Right. So all those times I, w- I walked excsively. I don't even know. I don't even know how somebody accomplishes it's, that trophy. It's just, it's a, I guess it's about being efficient with like your movement. Um, yeah. It's hard though, tro- even within the police station. You know, like like don't dodge excessively. Just try to almost like you know how like a racer tries to take the inside corner mm-hmm. to like yeah. Don't nervous drive on less road. Like don't move your character stick back and forth when you're waiting for something like an elevator. Oh yeah, true, true, true. Like I do all that bullshit. Um, uh, the other trophy I got was the minimalist one where you don't open the safe boxes so i didn't know mm-hmm. i didn't do that either the whole time wow. but it was all unassisted so um i would say uh most of that was a breeze until i got to those final fights those were the hardest but anyway uh back to my com- comment i'll be brief and then we can move on but yeah. my comment ab- about closing circles analogous to this i didn't play this on stream this would have been something i played on stream if i happened to be doing an assassin's creed odyssey stream but right before we went live for the show i lost for the third time to the minotaur in assassin's creed odyssey i nearly wanted to break my table in half like (laughs) because in that fight the minotaur fights you for a little bit then breaks the room and it turns into a smaller room Gotcha. And that kind of pressure level does not do well. I don't work well under that kind of pressure. I don't get better. I get angry and I fucking hate it. 
Um, so I can imagine doing a 100 player like thing and that's circle condensing and me just feeling all this like crazy heart racing pressure. It is an and ever just, constant I, factor in, in battle royales that you yeah, watch out for. Yeah. You honestly, and, you learn to get used to like following the circle and using the circle to your advantage, but you describing your experience with that just sounds like, you know, an aneurysm. It's <laughs> and I just, honestly, it's what makes those games like super fun to me because you're constantly put in this like high pressure situation. It gets my heart rate up. It like it, yeah. it, it makes me like think of my toes. My reactions are all like I'm already an up person. Makes you think your toes. I don't need it. <laughs> I'm already pretty active up person. So I, just, I think I, you should give you should give Apex Legends a try. Just I mean, just it is, like it's free. The argument the yeah. argument people make is it's free. Okay. Do it, do it for one day on your stream. Like be like, hey, today I'm just gonna. I would not. Uh, there's no way in hell I would start with that game on a stream. Oh I would yeah, definitely start that game off stream. Try it out, see how I feel, and then consider it. Okay, that's fair. You, I mean, I would, there's a little bit of a learning curve with like ammo types and guns. And, yeah, that's that's another yeah. reason. I wouldn't want to like go into because this is a very popular game. Yeah, people coming in, they expect to see somebody who's playing half decently. You it's know a week I mean? old though. Like I, I don't know if you can expect like that many people to get that used to it. That no, fast, no, no, no. You know? I, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want people to think that I expect myself to be like this, like apex legend immediately. Ooh. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I see what you did there, Felix. Yeah, so that, that that that's all I've been doing is Assassin's Creed and Resident Evil Two, and I put Resident Evil Two down because that getting that trophy was like a nightmare. <laughs> Dude, I'm yeah. really I'm really happy you enjoyed it uh, as much as you did. Well, oh, oh, the other thing I did in Resident Evil Two is I yeah. started a, a hardcore. I'm trying. <laughs> I watched you. I watched your stream this day. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh no, no, it's different. I, I started. I started a Claire hardcore off stream. Where I'm following an actual guide with a dude to try and get an S plus rating. Whoa. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I'm halfway through. I'm to the. Uh, well, I don't know if this is halfway, but I'm to the chief's office. Is that halfway? In other words, I, I, the the person you can only save three times with three ribbons to get an S plus save through, and gotcha. you got to do it. You got to do it under two hours and thirty minutes. The guy whose video I'm following did it in a, uh, an hour and 50 minutes. So he's like got a world's best. I'm not trying to get a world's best, mm-hmm. but I picked an hour and 50 because then I could like have fuck ups, you know what I mean? And still maybe achieve there's the some goal. leeway. Yeah. Right. So there's, there's a 40 minute leeway for me and I'm only 10 minutes behind the dude in time. I mean, any like his playthrough happened for him a specific way. Anything can happen in any playthrough. A zombie. No, could, I know. You know, you could you could make a misstep or. I know, but I'm all, like I said. I'm for the record. This guy, this guy did it in an hour and fifty, and I'm only ten minutes behind him, wow. and I've made it to the chief's office. Okay, but I'm I'm doing it like one step at a time. You know, what did he do? Okay, watch the video. I'm not going to do all that shit on stream. I just right, want right, to see right. if I can get that trophy one day. I do want to start my Claire playthrough. That would be. I have to do that too, man. There's too much, too much shit. There is too much shit. It's true. Claire is undeniably way easier than Leon has two boss fights at the end. Like Mm -hmm. Claire is so much easier than Leon. If you're going to do that crazy hardcore shit, do it on Claire. Do it on Claire. Yeah. Well, Uh, Claire is my next Claire. A is my next playthrough. So it's what I would be doing, but I can't do it or I haven't done it yet because I've been, hooked on this new game that came out 
which is Apex Legends, <laughs> which we already briefly talked on. Segway, segway. Boom. Pew, 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 pew. Um, so it's been a week since we talked about it. It came out last Tuesday. It's now Tuesday now. Um, it is now Tuesday. It, it now. is now. I, I spent a I spent a lot of time with it. Aside from another game we're going to talk about next, which will be the Division Two beta. But Apex Legends, man, um, it feel it's it's good. I mean, there's there's not like what else can I say about it except it's 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 an, it's the next it's another evolution of the the uh, battle royale games. Um, mm-hmm. It to me, it feels like a, a mixture of the blackout mode from Call of Duty that they released this year and a mixture of uh, certain Overwatch elements. Um, I feel like I, I'm rehashing last week, but. Um, it's really cool how they brought all these things together and made it a really cohesive game. Now, for you, Felix, I think you would like it because, um, or maybe not, but it does require <laughs> you to be in a team of two other people. So, like, you can't just solo the game. You can't, you, you're always right. with a team of people. Does you can get match made. It does match make you. It does match make you. Um, so you can rando with some. You can tools. see that as a positive or negative. I think you have enough people that watch you on stream that would be more than happy to join you and show you, give you the show you the ropes. Um, you might like be able to hop into what we call a backpack, where a, backpack. Uh, a lot where people that are a little bit more skilled than you are really making the plays and the decisions, and you're just kind of following <laughs> along, doing the thing. Oh, that's that's what I like to call lock and key. He's, Lock and key, uh, uh, he's is, very is a, much is our Destiny Two Crucible backpack. A lot of times, I, I played um, Apex Legends wait, with him last night, and I was like, wait, wait, "Hey, Lock, you tell me the, where we want to go. I'm just going to follow you and shoot things in your wake." Is what is well, what's going to happen? He's the backpack because well, he's wearing the backpack, and you guys are he's wearing, and you're in the backpack, and he's carrying you to the win. That's, I would love to say the, I'm the Yoda, but I'm really not the Yoda. I'm really just. I'm really God, just man. the C3PO uh, that's dude, crushed the food, in Chewbacca's I'm the backpack. Food that Luke is trying to eat frozen on the planet exactly That's what i am exactly that remember when scenario I, you remember Fish when stick I, that he's banging on <laughs> do you remember it's when i tried skill i have i tried to be lock and keys backpack or be in his backpack for the trials and we kept trying to i was it. there i was there it was we, us on xbox you're right and then we never did it and then i heard that you guys went in with uh I don't know if it was without you, you and stuff. No, it, it wasn't because I never went to the lighthouse, but like no, him, it, it, Crow, and I think someone else. Yeah, they were someone just like, else just was like, we got to do this. Flawless trials. I can't play with Felix and Trip anymore, so I'm just going <laughs> to go with it. He went uh, in and just said, fuck it, I'll get it. There are well, some good clips I have on my Xbox app from that from those moments of time. Yes. Oh, I, I mean, I put them on YouTube. There's just a ton of them. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, that's, that's, it'd, be good, uh, it'd be good to go back and watch those because I have not seen those days of yours. Good, good tent. Um, but to, um, to add on to what I was saying to you, Felix was, um, so you could hate that it match makes or, um, or I, I think rather it's actually kind of cool because they added the, the ping system is something that's like very crucial to the experience. Um, and it does everything like you don't have to talk to your party like your part at all because the ping system is, it's so context sensitive. You can, uh, ping something in your inventory and then your character will say hey i need some light ammo does anyone know where i can find some and then a player will ping an item on the ground and then your character go hey light ammo over here and then it'll That's highlight on you. the world dude it's that the, is real it's real the hot best you can do it at enemies you can mark enemies oh i think i saw some doors open over here hey players are in this area your character says everything just from looking at it and clicking a button 
I always have to go. I always have to go into most social games when I'm a streamer to turn off being able to hear other assholes who are racist, homophobic, like all that shit. I can't have any of that crap when I'm live streaming. So I always have to turn all those fucks off. (laughs) And if I don't have to do that, if I don't have to do this in Apex Legends, Uh, that would be great. Not to mention when I where the Overwatch part of this game comes in is you pick a specific class and each of these these characters have a very specific set of voice lines and personality, um, as well as techniques and skills that you bring into the, into the fight. Um, and so any, any ping you do, any context sensitive thing you do, they will inject their own like funny personality into it. So like you and you, you listen, you're literally listening to your characters having banter with each other on the battlefield. And it's great. Um, pretty cool. it has a lot, it adds a lot to it. Good actually. Uh, yeah, and the the characters are really fun to play. I I find Angry. myself fluctuating between the robot. I don't. I still don't know their names. I'm sorry. I, it's literally a week old. Um, Do I have to build things fast? No, there is no, no building. building. It is. Thank God. It pretty much feels like a Call of Duty kind of game. Um, it's made from the Titanfall parts, but it, they took away the things that made Titanfall cool, like wall running and Titans. So I was gonna say like like Titans, <laughs> like Titans. They're not there, unfortunately. But you can still like slide downhill, and gravity will carry you faster. You can put your guns away to run faster. You can you can climb pretty much the same height as your character's body. So like if there's a wall that's a little bit above your head, you can still hold the jump button at the wall and grab pretty much over your head. So you know there's a good climbing ability. You're not like just stuck to the ground. Uh, the robot character has grappling hooks. And his ultimate ability is he sets up a zip line. So you provide ultimate like mobility for your party. You can get to high places really quickly and take your party That's with pretty you. Pretty cool. That's kind of like Battlefield. Yeah, every and each character has like a specific role to play. And they're they're adding there's like eight right now, I think. There's eight. I'm pretty sure. And they've said they're adding more. Two are locked behind um I guess a paywall. You'd have to like either grind for them in the game or buy them with money or whatever. Oh, um, got it. So that's that's the whole thing, but yeah, yeah I, I do, they said every three months battle. updates. Yeah, I don't know. it's worth a, it's worth a try, man. Not a whole lot of commitment it's, there. It's free, literally it's free. zero investment, just time. Yeah, just um, time. I got into some really. Uh, I want to. I want to see. We. I got there were so many moments, especially last night and a few nights ago, uh, when we were playing it. There were so many moments where we got into second place and almost got there at the end. Oh, almost there, dude. Yeah, what do it, they call it when you win? I think they they, just, they they say you're the champion. I think they don't. Or you are the you're a legend. I don't know. You're a legend. I haven't won mm. yet, so I honestly. Uh, I, you know what was what was interesting? I haven't hopped in here yet, but I have it downloaded, ready to go. Dad, um, but my roommate's been playing mm. upstairs on our on the PS4, and I was watching him start a game, and it shows you like the most successful squad that's in your game. Is that a, a normal thing? Like he was going through, the, like the game was like you're playing with these people, and it showed. A team of three that I think had the most kills or the most games that have been played, like essentially the most skilled people that are going to be in your whole collective battle. Right. Yeah. And, it, oh, and that it, was a really interesting yeah, thing that it did. There when are like it. billboards everywhere. Like a like a like stat billboards. Yep, you can see yep, who's doing and you what. see the players like a like emblem, and if they're the top killer or the top scorer for the match currently, and the the game will actively go the the uh, the champion has been killed. The new champion oh, is blah, shit. blah, blah. So, like, they're oh, constantly wow. reminding you of the battlefield and, like, how yeah. the flow of battle just constantly hmm. changes. Dude, one of, the, one of the games we went in with Locke, um, 
because at the beginning of the match, every match, you you get a specific amount of time to pick each of your classes, uh, one, two, three, in that order. Um, mm-hmm. And then it'll show you your squad and your stats at the bottom. And then it'll go, this this is the match's champion. And then it'll show another yeah, squad yeah. with That's that what person. I was about. Yeah, yeah. So that. But it, throughout the match, it does it too. It like it like keeps reminding you who it was. Damn. One match we got in at first, it was like me, Diamond, and Locke, and or it was either Locke, it was either Diamond or Channing. But Locke was definitely there because it said this: these are your match champions, and it was Locke's fucking plate right in the middle, and then me and I guess it was either Channing or Diamond, oh, and I was cool. like, "Are you serious, Locke? You've already gotten like fifty kills in this game? Like, I can't Damn. believe it. It's insane." I hope that was a screenshot. Yeah, oh, I didn't take it. it was, I hope it was on stream because I don't know. Yeah. It, it was. So grab it, that. I played so many matches of it already. I don't even grab know. that footy. But um, but yeah, that's Apex, man. I am very happy that there's another battle royale for me to sink my teeth into. After I saw so really, much PUBG, I saw a really funny tweet um, that had Fortnite and Apex next to each other in the Twitch directory. There was a difference of maybe like ten thousand viewers. They're both in like like the high the high hundred thousands, like mm-hmm. one was maybe like six fifty, and then it was like six sixty. Um, and then like that was the top of the picture and the bottom was um when uh what's his name from the Matrix, the little kid mouse when he ran into the room and he's like, guys, Morbius <laughs> is fighting Neo. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, yes, that's a great movie. tweet. Man, oh, that's yeah. good. Oh my God. It's true it though. Perfect. It's real true. Perfect. <sighs> so that's the that's the big hot stuff right now, but there's more hot stuff. Uh let's talk about some division two beta which was this Ooh, weekend yeah. that was this weekend the private beta private beta yeah you needed can, exclusive can advice. we can we talk about it yeah there's no nda yeah it's it. not yeah it's no not an alpha it's, yeah, yeah it's not like you, the you thing. got into this by buying the game early so it's not really uh where do you want to start trip uh, how private. far how far did you get in the beta um i did the first mission the story mission i did the mission that they guide you to after that um, and then I just kind of shot around in the world. See, remember I was visiting my brother this weekend, so I didn't have a lot of time to actually dive in. True. I really just wanted to get a feel for things to kind of like, uh, check out some of the abilities, some of the progression. I know they added things to this throughout the weekend and I didn't get to touch any of that. I didn't, didn't touch multiplayer, mm-hmm. didn't touch their end game sample. Um, yeah, that just po- That was a big surprise. It was really just kind of exploring DC and kind of feeling, uh, filling out the world a little so bit. Did so you, you had much- access to all of DC? No, I don't know. No, there were, there I'm were sure cut, they didn't. There were cutoff points to the world. Right? I didn't find a cutoff point, but I'm, they are there. Oh, I did, and, and it freaking teleports you back to like the middle of the oh, street. Oh, really? Does yeah, it just it's like ridiculous. Shoot you right off, um, which is fine. But um, what about Independence Mall? Uh, I mean, that's 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 there with the reflecting pool. Oh, I mean, I think that, the water is not in the bay. I don't know. That was the not water is gone. Maybe so the Lincoln statue isn't there or anything. Um, from the map, I believe. You can look upon it. I you, can, wanted, you, can, you can see the the Washington Monument, yeah. I want to say uh, it's Dark Zone South, but from what near I saw there. on the map, but well, so no, it is. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess you know, I'm going to say spoiler, but it's not really a spoiler because it was it's the first thing you do in the game. Um, you fight your way up the White House lawn, mm-hmm. and then you hop into the White House. That's your base of operations. Pretty cool reveal because you don't actually know where you're starting in the beginning. It yeah. just it just throws you in and you're fighting your way up the lawn and then all of a sudden it's, yeah. you're like oh I am on the lawn of the White House. 
Yeah, that's a few blocks away from where I'm referring to, so I don't know. No, yeah. Um, I believe uh, – honestly, I believe that location is Dark Zone I'm talking South. about where – what I'm talking – yeah, I'm talking about where the Smithsonian is. No, that I know. will all yeah. be there, Felix. I don't know if we had full access to it we in the not. game. We did not. We only game? had two, two sectors east of the White House. Full release will be okay. a, a one-to-one Washington, D.C., New York in Division One was not one to one. It was close. It was but very like, close. Once you got uptown, they were like they would skip streets or things would be like slightly shortened for that game perception of like feeling like you're there, but actually not killing the player by realizing you got to actually run up fucking forty streets. Um, DC, they've said, is one to one, and it includes downtown DC and some uh, peripheral residential neighborhoods. And some of those are, there's, I think three different dark zone sections along yep. the map perimeters and stuff. Yeah. The so. West, East and the South ones. Yeah. Um, so trip, what did you think of just from initial impressions? What do you think of moving from New York, a wintry New York, a, like yeah. a black Friday bear New York to DC and like kind of like a summerish time. Um, I love both of those cities. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like their backdrops and, and, being there in real life. I've been to both multiple times and, and know them pretty well. Um, including DC, like me, me, um, and X would actually bike ride, like bike hop, the free bike share things where you like, didn't have to pay anymore if you got to one within a certain amount of time. So mm-hmm. it was a fun little like adventure, you know, just like pay once and ride bikes all day. Um, so like I recognized all the areas and it felt really, really natural. Um, I was kind of worried actually about coming out of winter though, because the winter vibe was, such a cool bleak backdrop to yeah. the New York it, it setting really to set what happened for division for with me. Yeah. the viral outbreak and like everyone just uh, fighting for survival and you have to survive in cold. Like I just, it's, it adds a, an aesthetic thing. So like visually the, there was no added weight from the time of year. Um, it was a little bit jarring because obviously society falls apart at black Friday and you're only three months, four months, whatever, after the settings of Division One. So you're still within that first calendar year. Um, and it's getting warmer. It's the spring. But, like, society fell apart. So, like, all the Christmas shit is still there. Yeah. That's a little bit jarring, seeing all the decorations that no are still laying. No one's cleaned up. No, dude, there's more important shit to do. People are fucking shooting at you for food. So no one's going to take that candy cane down. You know, it's just going to stay there. And it adds a cool, a cool little, like, vibey aesthetic. Um I love being in the White House as your base of operations. That's a cool little little aspect of it too. So like that setting I'm excited for, but the, the time of year is kind of like, it's kind of meh. It's more like the visuals of it. Right. Um, uh, but you spend a lot of time inside buildings too. And at that point, it's, it might as well just be more division one sure. from, from a visual aesthetic point. Um, to, to the way, the way I feel like division two is kind of making up for the lack of its winter storms and it's like, like crazy weather conditions is, uh, I've I experienced a lot of crazy weather uh, effects in in my time playing it. Um, I in saw division two in division two. I saw like torrential downpours. Um, there were like hazes and fogs and different like weather changing. Uh, yeah. Atmosphere things. Right. Yeah. Patterns. Patterns. Whatever you yeah. want to call them. Um, and it did constantly affect the change. I I honestly was very much attached to the winter quietness of division one and i really really did learn to love that like environment but this one i can see it being a little like a a little more different because of the time it takes place and three months later everyone's still coming out of the woodwork and now they're all fighting it's for for one thing the world does seem more active than it did in in division one 
I'll tell oh, you that's that straight sure. up. Um, Absolutely. They have put places on the map that are like contest, like you've, like uh, places you can contest for and mm-hmm. um, fight over, and then constant faction warfare happens. There's, I know there's gonna be like three factions in the game that you're fighting with, um, and that will make you yeah, running out in the world more valuable. Yeah, in the beginning video, they kind of highlight the state of the world, but then the people that are still antagonizing the world for their own purposes. Yeah, very. It's very nice. Um, a few things I did notice was they actually changed the movement up a whole lot in the game too. Um, rolling feels a lot slower and a lot of the skill, the way you activate skills is a lot different too, which was like pretty jarring at first to me as well. Um, a few of the skills they give you, they give you like the roller mine, you know, a little ball Mm -hmm. that like rolls and it picks a target and then blows up. Well, in this one, it does not do the same thing. You hit the button to activate it and it will drop next to you. And then you actually have to use your reticle to aim and then target the, uh, the direction you want oh, it to go. You really? have to be That's more precise with your, your skills. Yeah. Um, mm. there, I use the uh, turret. The turret is the one that I picked. So did I didn't you go pick, with the rolly ball at first. Did you pick the assault turret or the sniper turret? The assault turret. So the assault, yeah, the assault turret just seems like it, it, do, it does the same action. In, from you, the just, first you just drop you and just it drop just it. shoots at people that are come running at you. Yeah. The sniper turret, however, is you put it down, but it also, requires you to aim your reticle at a target and then activate it with the with the uh the gadget button now that thematically makes more sense for a sniper turret i think the the tracking rolly bolly grenade should still just do what it needs to do track and rolly and then blow up yeah is it like is it you got to be on the specific target or can you just do a general area so yeah when it's smart enough to find it when you drop it on the ground it'll put a little circle on the ground when you aim so like and then and then it'll attach the for PC players for me it attached the E key which is what that skill is bound to, um, and you just hit that and then it will make its way to that park. Now I wasn't so great with it because you actually have to, you know, make sure that enemy stays in that location. If he's a moving enemy and you trigger the the bomb and the ball gets there too late, you're, you're screwed. It doesn't auto-target anymore. You have to be pre- more precise with your skills. Does it unlock the auto-target later, maybe? That's a great question. No idea. Possibly. That's, that's something that, yeah. that it could be. Because um, I remember that yeah. game, you, in that game you would find, like, did you find attachments that could unlock parts? Your, or did you? Well, as for your guns, your guns had, like, a lot of modability, and that's still there. I, yeah. I just don't remember if you could mod the... Uh, the special stuff. Um, yeah. So like you would have the rollerball, and then like the rollerball skill, and then you would have three modifications you could add. To right, it. right, right, right. Um, so you could probably, you probably eventually it can become probably homing. Yeah. The two, the two that were offered in the, in the demo were the airburst, which was like kind of like a little fire carpet bomb rollerball. And then the other one was just a straight mm-hmm. up explosion. Um, and that I believe you still had to aim and click. Um, the only thing I saw that was auto targeting was the the healing drone, which was a really cool skill. That's that's a brand new skill in the game, which I loved using because you can it'll you activate it, it just floats above you, healing you. I liked the idea of the drones. Yeah, yeah. oh, as a, so cool. as a mechanic in the game. Um, and then you could tell it to go on a friend. So like you could look at a friend, hit the button, and then it'll just float above him while he's pushing the enemy or whatever. That's, Use that's it very really cool. very tactically. Um, the yeah. second ability it on made the more drone, sense. Yeah. Uh, diegetically in the story than throwing some like you throw a bag at someone in division one and then it's just like the ground everyone in this area gets healed where this is like a more technological it makes sense you can target and apply something 
to someone else. I love it. Yeah. You know? um, it's a little bit more. I mean, it's still a video game. Obviously, it doesn't really matter that much, but it's cool to like have something in world that exists and makes it a little bit more believable. Yeah. You can also tell it to heal uh, friendly turrets and friendly, uh, you know, equipment. Oh, you can do that yeah, too? Like can, heal equipment? Oh, oh shit, totally. That's dope. It's so cool. That's really um, cool. Must be nanotech. Nanotech. Must be. Nano, nano machines. <sighs> yeah. Nano machines. Um, Colonel. Colonel. Uh, yeah. So, and the second ability on the on the drone was a carpet bomb. So essentially, you would just like the ball just, look look at an area, hit the target, and then it would just fly by and just drop some ordnance or whatever. Um, yeah. I Good ended word. up using the the sniper turret a lot, the sniper turret and the healing drone a lot uh, in my playthrough. Um, so you get to play up to level seven. That was that was like the uh, level okay. cap, and then you, the demo pretty much finished with. Um, the beta, I should say, pretty much finished with uh, a tutorial in the dark zone, and they let you play around the dark zone, PvPing with other players. Unfortunately, I didn't. I, I got to that, but I did not get to spend a whole lot of time in the dark zone. I I did one or two rounds, just running around, enjoying myself. Um, PvP is still pretty hard in the game. Definitely yeah. use cover now. I think because they tweaked the movement a little bit, it's um it feels a little bit different than the other game. People wouldn't wouldn't play it like they would PVE. They would jump out of cover and. You know, strafe and roll and do all that, all that, and kind get of, right up in front of you and shotgun. Get I was right watching up in front of you. doing that. Yeah. So I feel like they're trying to tweak the gameplay and the movement so that you don't rely on kind of running up to someone and doing that. Like they, they're they're yeah. trying to discourage that um, through through the way they changed everything. Um, one thing that they did unlock right at the end of the, the the beta, and I really wish I had more time to play play this parts, but we're lucky enough to have another beta coming up soon. There's one on March 1st. It's true, March 1st. Yeah. Yep, that's the same... Assuming it's the same content, but it's public. You don't have to yeah, have anything pre-ordered. You can just download and play this. I really, um, probably any console. I really hope so, because uh, on the on the final day, I guess this was, they introduced the, the four endgame classes. So they actually give you a choice to play as a few of the um, special, specializations that they're offering and for the endgame. you're fully geared at this point. They fully give you geared. like, yeah. They give you, and then they let you do a lot of PvP missions, and they let you do an endgame, um, like, uh, I want to say like a, like a strike, like an incursion, or whatever yeah. whatever they're calling their version of strikes. Um, and it seems like you're, when you pick your special specialization, you're, you're a, like a, like a demolition man. They give you like a, like a grenade launcher and they'll, there's a sharpshooter. They give you a big ass sniper rifle. And then mm-hmm. the last one was like survivalist, I want to say. And it was like, you get a crossbow. I think it was, was it a crossbow? Yeah. Um, mm. and that is a fourth weapon that you get attached to your loadout of guns. Oh, yeah. so, you can, so you can cycle through four instead four of three. Guns. Um, uh, however, I believe okay. the ammo for the fourth gun is oh, very huh. much limited and it is like, it's like your special gun. It's like your wow. very, very much like, um, I, I want to say it replaces your super ability that they wow, give you. Holy shit. I, I don't know yet. I need to play it more, but everything Damn. I played it has me like, I'm like, Hey, I love division one, man. I put tons of hours into that game. I'm ready for more. I'm ready to ready to see what, see what else you got. Yeah. And it looks like they're I, changing it up. So Neo's playing. ready trip. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Um, You're playing. I actually you got anthem on the brains. I do. How, I've, how I've would this yeah brains, mess with so. your anthem yeah. and um, only time will tell, dude. I mean, the one saving grace is that they're coming out. So anthem hard. is Thursday at five thirty p.m. Well, I will be live for that. I can't wait to watch you play. I'm very excited. For um, that. There's that. There's anthem, but a month later, then we get the division. So um, my immediate 
like attention will be how do I prioritize Anthem while maintenancing Destiny? And then at in a month or so, I'm sure I'll have enough of a grip on Anthem to be like, okay, uh, am I playing this game still? Am I done everything? Is there something I'm working towards? We'll know more about the life cycle of that game. So then I'll be able to say, all right, definitely. How am I going then, to? I'd hope. Now you get the third ball, and now you're juggling. Like, how do I fuck put division into this as the primary oh, and see where that? I know that juggle folds in. Yeah, you. I know you. You've been juggling games your entire career. Um, but I'm definitely it's the it's the third game that I'm excited for out of the three because around that same time, Destiny Two is going to have Joker's Wild. The next mm. season of content is going to come out too. So it'll be a very interesting. Um, time of prioritization but the the reason that i'm excited for division at all is because we have all the people that are in our discord and our community that's that's been growing amazingly to play with which i think really makes a difference in a game like the division more so than the other ones like all of these games have anthem seems like anthem and destiny seem like they have a really high level of socialization they, they do um but from what i've played personally and this is again probably more so a personal opinion but i'm gonna go into a little bit i think i think the division itself is predicated on on group play more so than anthem is anthem will make you really effective as a group and comboing but you can match make and combo with yourself so either or either of those options and the focus in anthem is going to be the story right destiny has a lot of a lot of solo style games that they design just for you you can always do the story Solo, you can match make with uh, a lot of the content or get led through for some higher end activities. Um, and only the peak, peak, peak pinnacle things are, are meant to be grouped. Raids and nightfalls and stuff like that. The division has never been fun for me unless I'm on mic talking with everyone that I'm with running through anything cooperative. The, gotcha. the story has had little, like zero impact. Like It was cool to kind of color the world, but um, the world always seemed stacked more against you as a solo player that's so fun than it was when it was a when it was a squad i so actually I, my favorite times to play the first division was like a, like alone in a snowy night by myself just like running oh, really? through the vacant streets of new york just like trying to find survivors or or, yeah. or take care of mugger and, or you know the, the thugs or whatever dude i I get it. Like I would put on headphones and like disappear into, into Nessus when destiny two first came out with doing nothing, playing with no one. So it all just depends on, on what, what draws you in to a game. Yeah, for sure. And I don't think division two, it's like in its new setting uh, and it's new play styles is different enough for me to play by myself. But with all of you, I'm very excited for it. Definitely group play like, is a high factor of division for me. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I do love the group play and I'm very much looking forward to playing with everybody. Um, yeah. I won't, I won't be there. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Dick, just pick it up and play with the controller. You dick. Yeah. What? Well, it's not cross play, right? No, you have to get it. I mean, see. No. Yeah. Yeah. To play with, to um, play with us. Yeah, I mean it's it's interesting Sad, too because yeah, the, no. I'm just, the division I'm, will be more like uh, like growing your character and unlocking skills and and defining your path and then growing towards that path. While I feel like Anthem is more like piecemealy and you can make your loadouts and get drops mm-hmm. that have different things you want and like be ready for different I mean, styles of gameplay on the fly. Toward the end of Division One, there was a lot of min maxing going on with gear. You were looking for god. Uh, no, you were, you were yeah. totally looking for god rolls, and I had like I played with uh, Diamond Jabs been playing a lot of division one lately 
um, hopping in with him, I'm looking at my character from last year, and I'm like, man, I had like three different sets of this, and I'm like, I'm like looking for the better pieces of these gears so I can make my build better. Um, That's what it all comes heavy, down to, I think. Oh yeah, heavy RPG nature to in any of these games. You're going to be like looking for the thing that's going to take you to the next level of of whatever style you want to play as. Oh man, I'm, um, I'm ready for more, man. I'll tell you what. Yeah, I'm, I'll tell you what. I um, I don't know. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. I wasn't, but the the beta convinced me enough. Because originally I was going to just skip it. I was well, just going to not play it when everyone was playing that. I was going to keep doing Anthem it, or something. We, we all do have another public beta to like give it another shot and see if like we're, yeah. we're like really like okay, is this is this like what I what I want? I, I do I'm need to do it again. dip into that a little bit because uh, the majority of what I played actually was on the PS. Mm-hmm. When I visited my brother, we just used uh, used a PS4 code and played there. So I haven't had a chance to like get a feel for it on the keyboard, which will be new for me this time around last time I was playing on the Xbox. Right. I need to get that, that muscle memory down. So that'll be cool. But no, man, it'll be fun with, uh, with groups and squads for sure. Can't wait. Eight player raids guys. Eight player raids. Oh, is it eight player? Damn, yeah, dude. Yeah. Sheesh. That's a new, that's, that's a new inclusion. That's going to be noisy. Felix, where are you at? Dude? See, you would think that, but Did I go away. What? But final fantasy no, 14 has eight player at? raids. Where? Scoop oh. the game. <laughs> scoop it up. Scoop, scoop <laughs> it up. <laughs> No, um, Final Fantasy fourteen had eight player and sixteen player raids. So, sixteen player, dude. World of Warcraft raids back in the day, twenty players, forty players. Can you imagine fucking forty players in a room trying to organize and do one specific thing like we do in Destiny? It makes me want to turn my desk over right now. I don't have to imagine. I saw that uh, Leroy Jenkins video. Oh yeah. Oh, that was that was was a ten probably tame. That was a ten compared to. Yeah. Compared to whatever they get into, what a what a right. rating! All right, man, you ready to jump into the news, boys? Yeah, let's, let's do some it. News. All points. right, we're gonna we're gonna hit these. News. All right, guys, big news for the day. We're just gonna get it. We're just gonna rip the bandaid off. Um, rip it off. Activision Blizzard uh, has let go over eight hundred employees due to restructuring. Um, restructuring. Okay, if if, guys, if you're listening on our podcast, he's doing um, air quotes. I'm, air quoting right now with my fingers guys can i can i can i take my gloves off can i take, take them, them off take, take them, them off. off um this is sickening in a way i cannot even believe to understand i can't comprehend it um this is hot off the heels of last month the uh cfo was hired with a signing bonus of 15 million now people will point out quickly that it's not just 15 million in liquid cash it is 15 million in stock options i don't see how that is really any different when it is a nice (laughs) shiny cushion for him to fall back on if he loses his job that 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 straight up does not mean anything whether it's liquid or not liquid stock options or not liquid exactly solid snake okay look this is awful. I feel for everyone who lost their job. It's 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 awful for the people who work there. It's awful for the fans who have loved Blizzard for so long. Because most, I, I believe, most of the layoffs were for Blizzard's section. Um, this comes also off the news of uh, they scaled back Heroes of the Storm uh, public events. Uh, all of mm-hmm. those things we did talk about those a few weeks ago, um, and. The blizzard that I grew up with is is officially no more. Um, I'm sure we all saw this coming when they merged in like 2012 with Activision, but it is it is honestly just really sad to me. 
It's what do you think? What do you guys think? It's, it's well, I, really, I'm uh, I don't really have an, a lot of emotion in this because I didn't play Blizzard games for most of my childhood. Right. I guess I don't really have an emotional. Yeah, but, but you totally you bought Diablo three on on Switch. I did. It's a Blizzard did. game. Um, um, I'm, I'm you also just have be, a, you also have a job which. Which Would you, you care know, about? It's nice, it's nice that you, you know, yeah. have that security. No, I can empathize. Mm-hmm. I can definitely empathize with the people who are getting canned. I don't want the corporation or whatever that I work for to do the same thing. But, like, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, it's, it sucks ass, but that's, like, the defining goal of a corporation to, like, maximize profits and lower the overhead. I think the the worst part yeah. about it is is they're already profitable. We uh, a little bit of the articles that we've read before this podcast um showed the balance sheet of uh Activision Blizzard and over 2017 um 2018 and the end of 2018 they had a net increase about 9% of their of their revenue streams were increased. Yeah, it just it's a board. strange it's a strange move because like you just said and like the numbers show they've been nothing but profitable. Now, they we've heard them say things along the year like uh that report um you know, what was it a year ago or was it a little bit less than a year when they first said the Destiny 2 wasn't wasn't as profitable. Yeah, they, they, they said they weren't reengaging their their full core of users. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know what the sales numbers were, but I think I, I we did look them up at that point, and it was still like an insane number of units had been sold. I think the most telling thing about that statement back back then was Activision on their earnings call was saying, "No, we're not happy with the performance." Right? They're like, "We didn't reengage the full amount of players." But right. you go to Bungie, and they're like, "No, no, no, we love exactly where our game is right now. We love that everyone is so active. We love that everyone's engaged. They're engaging with us." We yep. feel the presence. We yeah. know you guys are out there. We see you guys yeah. playing the game. It, it to us, this is. I'm not saying we we can't feed our families with with you know you logging in every day or whatever. I don't know if that's the case or not. But no, dude. Nevertheless, I think, like, there is a net positive that they are getting from Destiny. And I promise you, Activision was making the most money that it's made in a long time on Destiny, mm-hmm. on Destiny Two. But like they're comparing in that specific case, the numbers they wanted were probably like launch month, September twenty seventeen, Destiny Two numbers. And of course, when you when you make a game that's starting from scratch and brand new and like and dumbed down for anyone to be able to play and have a good easy time, you're gonna have an insane engagement number. Yeah. Um, they're not talking about the money that they're making, which is which is probably another insane amount. They're talking literally about the amount of people that were playing, and they're like, "Well, it's not the best." Um, and yeah, but they, but they look at you're, you're, they look at those reoccurring players as I'm just going to say dollar signs. That's that's what they see. Oh, they, for sure. Yeah, and for sure. Destiny wasn't monetizing itself the way probably they wanted it to. They they pulled back on the uh, Tess Everest store a lot. After like Bunge, Bungie up, did, yeah. Up until Forsaken came out, they pulled, they started pulling back on it, and it was very obvious mm-hmm. they did because I didn't playing it. I did not notice it as much at all. Um, it's like it just it, the the doesn't matter how much Activision has and how they're being. If there's this number that they feel like they should be making, and I don't understand that that concept. You the know, problem, like, I, like the problem why are you that, that why are you just demanding a number. more money? It's well, it's not just a number. It is an ever increasing number. Can that I make, never can I goes down. Yes. yes, correct. Can I make a suggestion? As for this who, us just, or, or Blizzard? I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate again, mm-hmm. okay. just for a yeah. second. 
the only thing, because yeah, on paper it's all seems heinous as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only thing that I can think of is possibly a reason why they're pull off is because corporations generally think in projections, mm-hmm. like serious future projections, meaning they anticipate this is going to happen and this is going to happen six months to a year from now. Maybe there's some big fucking change in their corporate infrastructure or whatever. And that they are laying people off in anticipation of some fucking thing that they're not going to be able to weather as well. I mean, that's just a fucking guess. You're right. I mean, I no way to know if that's right or wrong. It's no. not bad. And honestly, it's just, it's just a way of thinking of it in a different light. Evidence to the contrary tells me otherwise because they had enough they had enough cash or stock dividends on hand to get offer a new CFO uh, their the uh, signing bonus. Right, right, right. And, and a high salary a year. Yeah. Yeah, I know I'm gonna I'm gonna run this by. I know that's like not the the biggest sticking point to this because companies do this shit all the time. It's yeah. not just that. everyone. Everyone does rewards it. the C level executives at at such such a uh, uh, what's what's the word? Just the discrepancy between cor- the payments with the workers and the C level people are just it's insane. No matter what company you're looking at, but I ran the numbers on this. I divided 15 million by 800. Right? If the, the, that amount of money. If you divided 15 million among the 800 people that were that were fired, each person could have gotten $18,750. Hmm. And that executive still be making $900,000 a year. So, if they if they were in dire straits and needed to support people in some way, they had that cash that they could just give away. They could support their people or they make other moves to keep the the um the worker force and adjust the business in a different way. Because when you cut people, uh, you're cutting actual production, right? You don't have enough people to literally do whatever year it is. It's, it's pretty much literally the talent that runs, that makes your business work. You're cutting, you're cutting talent. You're cutting, um, creativity. The only way to grow is to have people that can make things for you and make things better. And if you just cut away, that's like, it's a shrinking mechanism, you know, like you're not, they might look at it as pruning a bush, but like, what's the next move? Like, it's, it's how more, are you actually? It's it's rather than pruning a bush. It's more like you're cutting off fingers, or you're cutting off like your your hand or your wrist. That I can imagine is that they're going to save money by doing this. But where are they investing that money besides other executives? Like that's what I would love to see. Like, what's the positive? Well, I I can read you the quote from Bobby K himself. Uh, While our financial results for 2018 were the best in history, we didn't realize our full potential. To help us reach our full potential, we have made a number of important leadership changes. These changes should enable us to achieve the many opportunities our industry affords us, especially with our powerful owned franchises, our strong commercial abilities, our direct digital connections to hundreds of millions of players, and our extraordinary talented employees. I just don't get it, That's man. Such- like even dropping dropping Destiny early and severing that agreement. Yep. is a sign that they're that they're cost cutting because that was an investment on their end. So yeah. all of these actions point to someone who needs to like stop because they're going to run out of money, but they're not. I mean, the only thing that that adds up is to Felix's point where they're not hitting their projections and that really makes someone somewhere in a decision-making capacity upset. Nervous. I mean, it's really yeah. weird though because he also says in that same paragraph, we didn't we uh we, while our financial results for 2018 were the best in our history, 
best in their history. Well, they're I mean, doing, that's, they're, they're they, they got a sandwich, the bad news and the good news. So that's a spin, right? But it's not okay. untrue. <laughs> no, it's, the, it, it's not untrue. I'm not, I'm not defending them at all by any means. But you're right. For, for a... For for shareholders, that's that's how you talk. You you speak you, you speak to. in that tone. To. Yeah. So it's 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 them ultimately. It's the people that that own stock in Activision. Oh. Um, I'm a shareholder. I sold all mine a while back, actually. Yeah. I how just dare you feel? Wasn't wasn't well, it with the keeps, It's so damn valuable. <laughs> what is what is it right now? I think I might actually have it. On I don't even know. Thing. No, I don't know how valuable. It is. <laughs> let's see, let's see. What is what is their stock at as of? Oh, it's forty one sixty seven. It's been like around forty ever since I've owned it. So yeah, well, I don't feel bad about not yeah, having it anymore. And they've been just, going up and down. Like the BlizzCon thing happened, and you know, do like, you but guys, how do you guys does this increase the value of your stock? Because you're not you're only taking away products and IP. You took away Heroes of the Storm investment. You took away those tournaments away investment in destiny hearthstone is is a dying card game literally the creator ben brode left and is on to doing a, his own other shit like what are you actually doing to make your company better nothing you're dropping you're dropping well, ips and you're cutting yeah, employees it's not like they're hiring new talent for a new ip or they're not no, they're not they're just, not gathering they, resources for new blizzard games or activision games. Not, not only not only is it heartbreaking that all these people lost their it doesn't make any fucking sense from an outward perspective as to how the company is going to be better because of this. And didn't they just unload Bungie? Yeah, they unloaded yes, Bungie. That's what, was, what I'm saying, dude. That's what he's yeah, saying, they, yeah. All this shit. How many people lost their jobs in that? Anyway? Oh, no. No, no. no. They, just, they, they actually, that was a, a publisher developer, you know, developer agreement. Break. So, so yeah. yeah, now it, uh, Bungie's independent. So they, they're essentially just free from Activision's public. Well, know. maybe they split because they knew this was coming. Well, I think like what Tripp said before was Tripp said um, essentially they they Activision did not see it as a positive they, asset. It wasn't, yeah, yeah, it wasn't making the money that they you, wanted it you, to make. You, but here's the got, thing: it's making you money, Activision. So why are you ditching it? We right now on this podcast mm-hmm. are painting a completely different picture of this company based on facts about this company than what that fucking dude said. But we're also speaking from it. We're not financially invested in the company either. We are in more invested in the art that they make, the products that they no, make for us. No, I know that. Yeah. But what, what I'm saying is them dropping a whole company, dropping employees, not like really announcing anything crazy and fucking groundbreaking. Yeah. All of these facts point to a company that's opposite of his fucking that's- statement. Like that's what I've been saying. Yeah, these are all cost-cutting and company-saving measures, it, which but, tells like, me are that, up. according like, to him, but that could be bull fucking shit. No, you can't. You can't say that and have it not be true because you have to publish his results. Do you see? Right. Yeah. You have to. You know. You can't you just say that that's projections. true and have it not be true. You don't. No. You know. It was results. You can see the results year or the results year over year, and then like the final year of the, or quarter of, of last year. But like, I'm going to guess that they're going to do shitty next year. Well, a lot of analysts, I, I mean, honestly, a lot of analysts have been projecting that a lot of these moves show that it seems likely that Blizzard and Activision don't have anything really to show for the next year. Fucking turtling. That's what they're doing. Look, because t- the only way, like I was said before, the only way this is positive is if those people lost their jobs and, and the bungee agreement was dissolved and all this shit was cut away to do something. That's the only way that this makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. But they're not they're not doing anything but paying their their CFOs fifteen million dollar bonuses. Look, ten years ago it would have been a different story. Uh Guitar Hero was still popular. That was a very popular thing, along with Call of Duty. 
but right now, uh, Activision coasting on Call of Duty uh, and and whatever they're giving Blizzard to work with, I don't I don't know. I honestly don't know what the future looks like for them. Um, Diablo Immortal. That's what it is. I know. I was I was literally just going to say Diablo Immortal. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever Diablo project they have. Um, Starcraft. I mean, I've actually. You know, I don't know who was telling me, but I heard from someone that that uh, they know someone who played the mobile Diablo Immortal, and they said it was amazing and, and tons of fun. So that could be a cool thing that's actually happening. But like publicly, how terribly that was that was perceived. Mm-hmm. And then Hearthstone, again, spiraling out of control. You kill Heroes of the Storm's uh, tournaments. You cut out Bungie when uh, the game is in the best place it's ever been, and it's probably making you money, but not as much as you'd want. I wonder and how what, World of what Warcraft your, is doing. That's a great question. You, what are your what are your public facing IPs? What are p- bringing people to you as a publisher? We're underestimating to make wow. you more money. Are we underestimating WoW? I don't yeah, even the, know anymore. The addiction no. of WoW. Are we? But it, is that enough for them to justify cutting eight hundred people's jobs because they're making enough and they're going to what double down on that? Activision Blizzard is in the backpack of WoW. <laughs> back to the backpack conversations here. <laughs> here's it's carrying. Here's what here's what we're going to be paying attention to in the year coming up. Like what they're doing. Are they? There's got to be either something new, or they've they've got to increase the ability of one of their other IPs to carry their company. And look, I don't really care about Activision. I don't care if they die tomorrow as a company. But what was all this for? What was the point? of ending these people's careers. I don't care that they're getting severance. I don't care that they're getting health care because that doesn't guarantee that they're all going to get jobs. You know, like that shit's going to run yeah. out one day and their, their C-level executives are still eaten. I think, I think what bothers me the most about this is the industries and not just the gaming industry, just industries in general tend to view the workforce who train for these amazing positions to create the games that we love. And they, they they're so willing to just toss them aside. And even though they're the ones that, that put in the hours and make the thing that we love great. It's, 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 that's the most like hurtful part of the way they, they treat their their people. It's totally disposable. And it's awful because, um, and I heard this, I heard this phrase today. It was like, we, we like, we like to, we like to burn and churn our workforce, burn them out, churn them over get the next get the next get the next ones in and i was like wow that's uh very awful it's true that, and awful it's, dude, the the game developer cycle work seems to it be was, it was something i read today during all this kerfuffle with with activision the game development cycle seems to be someone works for a triple a company for a couple of years hates it leaves tries to make an indie game doesn't go anywhere gets burned out and just like i'm fucking done man and that process for the majority of people making games is so sad yeah. that that's the cycle of where we're at right now. But we that's want them I'm to love it. We want them that. to make the thing that they see in their brain and give it to us on their, our screens. You know what I mean? Like yeah, we, we I mean, want them to be able to have that ability. Um, it's, it's, I don't, I know I'm an optimist in a lot of things in life, including, you know, I know, I know I'm a pessimist like, in most things. <laughs> no, no, I know. But like, especially when it comes to corporate theory, I know a lot of people would fucking roll their say some of the shit in like like um a strategy meeting or whatever but like if you invest in the people that are making this shit like if you really support them uh in their in their lives financially with proper salaries at their benefits with their work hours like they're going to be healthier and better smarter more mentally capable they're going to be able to make the shit they want to make and make it better for you like these expectations 
that these companies set are just it, they create this entire situation. Like release schedules drive this. Um, I mean, to a certain extent, and I hate to say it, like we're part of the problem. The people that consume these games because of some of the things that we demand, you know, and then like the the a demand a better the share crisis that we that we create sometimes, and then like that's taken into account by the companies. Like, oh, we can't let this happen again. We've got to like drive this certain result, or we got to get this update out, or fix this game in a in a certain way. Um, I don't know, man. The entire cycle, the way it is right now, has to change in some way, and it's got to come from like like a corporate developmental standpoint or else it won't or else it just won't change and people are just going to get burned out and and industries eaten up I, and consumed and absorbed and then cut off to die i just i think we have a responsibility it's person this is me personally i'm not speaking for the group here i think we we have a, a responsibility to be mindful of of where we direct our support to um Almost, yeah. and I and I, I I preach this all the time in the fucking Discord, guys. I'm, I'm really sorry about it. I, no, but no, it's I something I'm very, sorry? I'm very passionate about it, and I come off as kind of a dick sometimes. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of I kind of feel like a dick sometimes when I talk about. Well, don't this. feel like a dick. No, I mean I know I know what you're saying, you know, and but like and yeah, it's it's can tie it into like supporting EA for Anthem. Sure, you know? like it's 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 a tough decision to make if you really want to be considerate about how they treat their employees and how they even treat people that buy their games it's so, okay yeah, exactly I'm, yeah i'm supporting the the rockstar sweatshop so i'm good i mean it's not just necessarily that it's just like <laughs> it's like we just we just have to understand that when we support the thing these things there are it's sending us it's send it is sending a message to the people who look at the numbers and it's, it's the, and the message is at the end of the day the the ends justify the means because look how successful this was yeah so i I get it. Which is why, my, it. for me personally, Anthem, I'm very hesitant about. Like, naturally, I'm like, look, Andromeda did not nail it. EA, definitely not the coolest company ever right now. They're definitely not hip with the kids. All right, I'm just going to put yeah. that out there. And and you know what? Like, it's going to make me step back and go, Anthem, you, you got you to gotta prove something first now. I can't just trust you wholeheartedly. Uh, Mass Effect 2 was great. I didn't play 3, unfortunately. I, I know there was a kerfuffle with that. Don't know about it, but I love to. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what you want the, me to tell you, Bioware. Like, what, what do you want me to say? You work, you're you're with EA. Like, that's that to me is like I'm. I, I don't want to be out sixty bucks and look at weird eyeball <laughs> animations again in, in Andromeda. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I, um, I know. I'm being really funny about it, but like, I'm my, trying to be serious at the same time. They made no, 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 no. saboteur. Oh God, we're not. Fucking they didn't make a saboteur. What was that? Was that was pandemic, right? That yeah, was, was pandemic. Okay, like EA fucking killed pandemic. So <laughs> I, I look at this dude, dude. Based on what you just said, my support for Anthem is towards Bioware. You want Bioware to survive? If, yeah. If if Anthem if Anthem tanks, which yeah. look, it it may or may not, and it's not going to be the fault of the buyer. Sure, it won't be. It depends on how the game don't is. Don't blame so us. It really, don't blame us. It really, it really doesn't come down to what we make uh, decision-wise. But say the game is okay and it doesn't sell, you know, like 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 Activision literally said with Destiny 2, you know, it's not up to their expectations. Mm. Bioware might go away like other companies have gone. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. It's a very real possibility. It's, and it's because it, of the position you're right. you're that EA right. is in, that Activision is in. They have power to but all it's doing is just killing creativity. And then there's going to be like two studios that make games and everyone just works for fucking Activision or some shit. 
and then no one else can get a studio going because they fucking have everyone. Did I ever tell you, I don't remember the two companies, but I, I took an eight-day trip to Vancouver. Did I tell you guys this? I, th- I think I remember you going Probably. to Vancouver. I don't know what I story this is. I went up there but. for eight days to visit a college, got drunk for eight days by myself. It was awesome. But uh, at sick, one point, sick, sick. I took uh, the tram because it's, like it's almost like an elevated railway tram. Not like an elevator. Describe what a, what a tram is to us. Like we didn't know. No, what a tram but is. I just want you to be clear that it isn't like an elevated train that we have here in Philly. It's like a tram from Disney World. Okay. Yes, that's what it feels like yeah. when you're on it. Monorail. Okay. I guess Monorail. it's smart for the listeners. The, the number. I mean, the word made sense. In- cool. I got exactly I, what you meant. I just wanted to clarify. Gotcha. So I took the tram out to the suburbs, and then I think I got on a bus to go to this college. And this college was like an art school, and they had a big, huge video game department, right? Mm-hmm. And, and they were they were marketing to the kids who were leaving the college. I guess they their 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 motivation was to catch people as they were leaving after they graduated or whatever. But as you left the college, not on the way in, but on the way out. On either side of the street were two major companies. I know one of them was EA. I don't remember the other one. One of the other major ones. I recognized at that time both the names, but I can't remember at this point. But they had these competing billboards. Don't you want to work for us? Don't you, you know, like that kind of shit. Like making fun of each other all the way down this road, this main thoroughfare. Like facing each other too the whole way. It was like you look on the right side, it's like EA you know, sports, you know, don't you want to make really amazing sports games? Well, they have Montreal right studios, don't they? Yeah, they have the 2K sports games. Who? It doesn't even matter, but, like, right then and there, I saw the obscenity of their competition, like, and how they try to, like, basically, you know, slum recruit, like, kids right out of, like, this art school to come in and probably work for shit. To like maximize once again, maximize their profits, minimize the work for shit. Sleep under your desk because 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 this was a fucking art school. You know, you have a job and you just went to college and here's a paycheck. You you know, know, the kids coming out of there are not going to have high expectations of what they what their salaries are going to be. No, they're just going to be happy to be employed. You know, getting twenty grand as their first salary or, or thirty grand or whatever in Canadian is probably you know something nice to start on right mm-hmm. if i was out of college and i got third i don't know what that'd be american but like no but but the billboard competition was the 30 grand american would be pretty cool out of college the the, the I billboard don't, I, don't aver- is. I don't fucking whatever dude the billboard <laughs> advertising obscenity was the thing that fucking pissed me off yeah and like made very me in your face never, never want to be a game developer never it's 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 kind of like a weird thing that I that I ran into. I haven't had cable TV in a while. Like I haven't like watched cable television. But every so often I'll I'll see it at a friend's house or something, and then I see advertisements on TV, and then I I remember how like ads are. Like they're they're very they're it's yeah. it's, it's it's really weird going back to like watching ads and stuff. And I'm just like, man, I don't. I'm in the same boat. I don't, I don't watch it. any fucking TV. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like I watch I watch like Netflix and stuff. I watch you know. But there's no ads in there. I just watch what I want right. to watch. You know? Hulu, uh, even though you pay, punches you in your dick and shows. Yeah, you they've ads. been they've been yeah. sneaking that shit back in. I time. have to watch them. They're fucking awful. Drop I it. Yeah. Drop Hulu. Very hot. I can't. I can't. It's just shit. All that, right, you guys down for one more story? It's. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Well, it's, did you? Sorry. Did you want to wrap up this? No. No. Thoughts? No. I just. It's. 
I mean, there's really nothing else to say. It just it's a shame uh, that all these people had to lose their jobs. And yeah, uh, I, I would hope that there is a silver lining. Like there's a plan. Maybe they can hire more people. I hope. In some capacity. Honestly, I hope I, those, I those 800 people they get together and they start a company and they make something even cooler. That'd be you sick, know, man. That'd be know, incredible. Like you get, a, you get a ukulele. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like do yeah. that. Can, can I? Can I? Can I ask us to save whatever we're going to talk about for another week? Because uh, I'm I'm burning up here. Like, oh yeah, oh you're okay. Yeah, if, guys, Felix is actually like really sick, and he's doing yeah, the show for you. Like I, it, my uh, whatever ibuprofen I took turn off, and I am officially like. Let's end mm. it, man. My my, took- skin, my skin is starting to burn up, and I really need to want jump under covers and just kind of like take some ad, ibuprofen. No problem. Just, that's, that's, a, that's a fair, that's I, a fair point. I think it, we I think we hit on the big topic this week. Um, yeah, that was a huge topic, man. That yeah, was a great, it had to be talked about for sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Felix, thank you though for doing this because I know you mentioned earlier you were feeling up to it. So like, yeah, you're such a trooper. I love you. You're a trooper, you man. Hundred percent, yeah. dude. I took the ibuprofen. The magic of discard. Or the magic of ibuprofen. (laughs) Drugs. Modern pharmaceuticals. (laughs) Big pharma, big pharma, big pharma. All right, I'm going to sign off then. Uh, This is Neo Yoshi. Thank you for joining us. Episode 199 in the bag. Uh, You can find me at Twitter at Neo underscore Yoshi. Twitch Neo Aoshi. No underscore. Um, I'll probably be playing a lot of Apex Legends. We'll be playing some, uh, what's the other game I'm playing? Division 2 beta, that's right. Uh, stay tuned for some of that. Uh, all right, hit it, guys. Uh, this is Felix Hergood, uh, twitch.tv slash Felix Hergood, mixer.com slash Felix Hergood. I do a Mitch chat where it's me and a bunch of Mitches, Mixer and Twitch together, just <laughs> hanging out. We have a good time. Um, I accept donations <laughs> because I don't have Twitch affiliate. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, yeah. He's that's, Show uh, away, I don't know when I'm, I don't know when I, I don't know if I'm streaming tomorrow and Thursday, which is my normal schedule because I feel like absolute shit. Like I wasn't in work today. So, oh man, I, I didn't uh, know that. Yeah. I just oh, don't. I'm sorry, dude. I don't, I don't feel, feel really good at all. So we'll see what happens. Well, go rest for sure, dude. Yeah. Um, and this is Trip Zero. You guys can find me on Mixer, mixer.com slash Trip Zero TV. Um, Twitch, I'm sorry, I mean, Twitter is the best other place to follow me besides Mixer. And it's the same thing, Trip Zero TV. I broadcast every day. Uh, currently, it's 12 to 8, but I'll probably shift later because I'm trying to readjust with people that are playing so we can all squat up more consistently. Um, biggest thing to look out for is uh, Anthem, of course. That'll be 5.30 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday. And... Uh, I'll be live then, going late-ish, back, uh, back early on Friday, so it's going to be a good time. A lot of Anthem coming up. Hell yeah, I'm very excited for that. Good, good, good time, dudes. Uh, and make sure you join our Discord to hang out with all of us. That is uh, discord.theemergentgamer.com. Yes, Maybe. as of right now, yes. As of right now. That may change we're, we're in the shifting, future. We're shifting over our, uh, our hosting websites and for our podcasts, so a lot of things are in flux. So the make feed, sure you the, stay in the, touch with us. The feed, for clarification, the feed already moved, so you don't have to change anything. Yeah, if, if you just listen and don't give a shit about anything else, that's totally cool, and you're fine. So you're but if, yeah, if, you origi- about, yeah. if you originally listened on our website, that did not move. I did not move the domain yet. So there are two more episodes, and this third one, that will not show up on Squarespace, on the emergent, uh, com. So... If you listen that way, then you're going to have to go find it in the future or down. Will the we iTunes. have a redirect in the future? 
Well, yeah. When okay. I moved the domain, the very minute cool. I moved the domain, I mean, it's not very hard. Some decision making we have to still. Yeah, and I'm still moving the blog over, so that is definitely under construction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The new website is kind of under construction. I want to get more of our older episodes on there. Yeah. I want to kind of get some of the information didn't pass over, so I just want to freshen up. We're, all, we're in a building mode. I got a new layout but, going on. Yeah, but otherwise, oh, yeah. the the website move is a good thing because we'll, we're able to like you know acknowledge you guys more. Oh, we'll, we'll be oh, able to know you guys. Editing, you know? editing in a show is unbelievably faster. That's, <laughs> like, that's amazing. I, the couple dude, times I did it on Squarespace, it was so fucking convoluted. Dude, I shaved off, Trip, because you have the experience of doing yeah, this. I've done I, I the feel whole co- upload I feel co- If I showed everybody how to do it, I shaved off like 30 minutes from that process. Dude. It's huge. It's gigantic. Yeah. All right. All right, let's end this, guys. I'll see All you right, next dudes. week. Thanks for hanging out. Peace out. Peace. This is this is why launchers are bad, guys. All the launchers are bad. By Chicago? What? No, Final Fantasy. Is that a Chicago Chicago song? By uh Oh fuck, I just I just forgot his name. I feel awful.